Another Hip Hop Tic Tactics exclusive. So as I mentioned, we're here with Chase March. Uh, we were at Groove's Records today, and uh, it was it was a really great experience for me. I love it when I get to play alongside DJs that I look up to and have looked up to for a long time. So that was uh, that was a great experience for me today. Thank you for mentioning that it was happening and uh, putting me on that. I appreciate you. Yeah, man, that was that was awesome. It's just it's kind of cool to be able to go out and do something different and and to rock on someone else's gear. Like I did that once before. DJ Arctic had a, a similar thing, and he invited a whole bunch of DJs out to his residency he had at the Martini Bar. And B Nuts was there in Hollywood and Whiskas, and and today we had Uncle Ando. We had uh, a couple other people there. DJ Hollywood and. It's kind of cool, kind of stretching yourself, because in this day and age, Serato, we're looking at waveforms, and you go back to vinyl, and you're like, oh, I got to use my ears now. I got to count. I got to figure yeah. out how to how to make this work. So it was. Uh, I practiced a couple times this week, got out some records, and figured out what was going to work well together. Planned my set, which sometimes I don't do. Yeah, you know, because I can just throw just a, sort by beats Serato. per minute. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, sometimes I don't even. A lot of times on Word Is Bond, I don't know what song I'm playing next. Right. A lot of times, and you know, some of those times, it's like this mix was like the best mix I made, and I didn't plan anything. So it's like I guess you know, you just kind of. With experience, you kind of know what's going to work, and when you're previewing the tracks and queuing it up, you can tell mm. what's going to work. So, but spinning vinyl today was fun. I actually copped some new vinyl too. Yeah, me too. And I played some in my set as well. Um, Shambuzi by uh, Bob James, which was used for uh, Rock Him when I be on the mic. Yeah, I love Bob James. He's got some dope, dope samples like that are in. Run DMC, use oh, the Bob yeah. James thing. So Take there's like Marty Gras. I played that one today too. Yeah. Look at the broken glass that taxi just went over. What happened over here? Ooh. We got broken tickets on cars. You got service. broken glass over there. Okay, Chase. You said you copped some records. What'd you cop today? Uh, mostly used stuff, but I got a funky Cole Medina Tone Loke uh, seven inch, like forty five. That was my dad's favorite song. He used to rap that in karaoke, so I like had to get that one. And like I just saw that after I'd already bought like ten records. Oh, that's the worst. And yeah, but I got a little like uh, the insert for the middle of the forty fives. It was metal. I haven't seen one of those before, so oh, I got a beauty. metal one. Yeah, very nice. So for me, I'm looking at probably fifteen years since the last time I tried to do something on all vinyl. Uh, how long would you say? Oh man, I was rocking vinyl in the nineties when I was like a rapper in Mission 5 so I wasn't so much a DJ back then I mean I was calling myself DJ Unconventional back then so okay. so I was a DJ but I kinda I kinda sucked at it you know like I didn't really know how to beat match all that well but you know I could do a kinda very simple baby scratch kinda stuff and and my my goal with that group was to be an MC, not to be a mm, DJ. Okay. And I didn't even plan to be a DJ like in hip hop and get the name and reputation that I built right now. It's it kind of just happened by accident, which is really cool. But I've been sharpening my skills for for a long time now. Yeah. And yeah. So I feel like I, I am a DJ now that can actually rock on the same bill as like a Hollywood and Uncle Ando and Arctic and. 
Tic Tactic. And, you know, it's like, it's yeah, cool yeah. to be able to. Uh, I appreciate you for putting my name in that list. It doesn't belong with. Thank you. Hello. I thought that for the longest time, too. It's like, uh, you know, and I'm like, oh, man, DJ Hollywood's the best. Like, there's no way, like, I could, like, be getting gigs when Hollywood's in this city. And, you know. And you have mixtapes with Hollywood, right? Yeah, yeah. And that was his idea. Like, I was super honored to be able to, like, tag team a mixtape with him. So we did one. We called it the Mixed Tape. We put ED in brackets because, you know, we wanted to bring mixes back into mixtapes because Mm. for me and for DJ Hollywood, a mixtape is a a DJ thing. It's not a rapper fake album, which what a mixtape is now is like, it's not even mixed. It's, it's over somebody else's beats. We got like original, original songs that weren't available anywhere else. We got stuff like way before it came out. And so, and we mixed it together and he did one side. I did the other side. We put it out on a, on a 90 minute cassette. We Brilliant. It's like some, uh, like Tony touch and DJ Khaled stuff from like 25 years ago. Yeah, or Mastermind and uh, Realistic, the ones yeah. I was I was copping tapes from. I got I had like a Mr. C tape. I got some yeah. some of that old school stuff in the 90s. Oh, do you remember the Baby Blue shit? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Baby Blue was a little bit more commercial, not quite my thing so much. Okay. I remember when they got signed and they put out a CD and that was a big deal. Yeah, I used to uh, Pickering Flea Market. They used to have these uh, these booths for the mixtapes. Oh, you got a parking ticket? Yeah, we talked about it on the radio. License, uh, <laughs> Brother- got you. We know you had the parking in there. This is like live on Trent Radio. We know that you got this. <laughs> like, FTP. Yeah. It's like you got this right here. Like. So anyway. Um, <laughs> back, back to the hip-hop Parking topic. lot interviews. This parking lot cool. interviews. We haven't done like, a lot of, or actually we've done a couple. Uh, we had uh, Shockler last fall on parking lot interview after ah, his uh, opening for Classified. If you missed that episode, go back to doingthemusic.com slash hip hop to tactics or go on iTunes and rate us five stars. Check, check it out. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. The mixtape. So we were talking <laughs> about the mixtape that DJ Hollywood and I dropped. So we put it out on 90 minute cassette. We cut a couple songs out. And, and so it was on like the 80 minute CD because that's all you can fit on CDs. I hate CDs, by the way. You know? Yeah, I remember I remember in the, the mixtape days, you would. You go to buy a mixtape, and if you bought the cassette, you get ninety minutes, and if you bought the CD, you get seventy-four. Yeah, and but but for me, when when CDs came out and they were really popular, I was like, I'm not buying a CD. There's no way CDs suck. I can't put one CD in my pocket, but I could put like four tapes in my pocket, maybe five, and rock with my Walkman because I'm I'm old, man. So like I know I'm dating myself with this stuff, but like I would rock cassettes and CDs. I couldn't get one in my pocket. I let my take rob till my take pop. Yeah, I mean, I still have some cassettes. I still spin them. Like, I love cassettes. You had some for sale tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we Uh we have the mixtape, the first one that we've been talking about. We made a sequel, so we made the mixtape two. We didn't know this was going to be a series, but I really want to do a three sometime. So I still got mixtape two on cassette. It's limited edition, but I got a few. Hit me up, chasemarch.com. Yeah. Beauty. So for our listeners who aren't familiar with Word is Bond, we're on the other side of the province for the most part. Yeah. Uh, fill us in on Word is Bond, what that's all about, and uh, like where they can catch you for all that. Word is Bond Rap Radio, 94.9 CHRW Radio Western, Tuesday nights, 10 p.m. to midnight. Mm. I used to be on Monday, midnight to 2 a.m., there was another hip-hop show on called The Consignment Show on Tuesday. And uh, when he stepped away from his program, I jumped in and grabbed the slot. 
And, and for, for two reasons. One, I wanted an earlier slot. Two, I thought it was nice to, you know, keep that a hip-hop time slot, you know, because, you know, he, he'd done a lot of work and, you know, I figure, you know, let's keep hip-hop here for people that have got used to tuning in at that time. So there's actually, when I started at CHRW, there was about five or six hip-hop shows. There's mm. two right now. Mm. So, yeah, so DJ Hollywood and myself are the only ones running hip-hop radio, like, mix show underground boom bap style you know like you'll hear hip-hop on chrw at different times but yeah we're the only two dedicated hip-hop shows right now do you any work with the x uh no nah the x is it's it's different slick production yeah (laughs) i don't go do the list uh yeah i don't know it's just like they're they're more of being a commercial station and you know yeah like we are we are community open format radio at its best like it doesn't matter what time a day you turn on it's like it's volunteer fueled radio it's you don't know what you're going to get but there's a lot of different like different kind of programming and that's what i really like about community radio and, and i like that no one tells me what to play ever like you know, other than the cancon <laughs> i i have i have Put can, in your maple i have cancon you know uh, quotas I have to fill so I have to play so much Canadian I have to play so much new and and, and here in London we have to play London acts so oh. yeah that's that's something that we don't have to to conform to which is kind of nice like we can we can just stick to the 35% CanCon and be golden after that we don't have to do Peterborough acts or anything like that so we're kind of lucky there I remember when I started this show in 1998 it was really hard to hit that 35% Canadian. Like, there just wasn't the content. Like, I could play the same Nefarious, Shawclair, and Ghetto Concept songs every week, Rascals. but, like, compared yeah. to now, it's it's so different. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I have to I have to spend 40% Canadian on my show, and when I was on at midnight, it was 25%. Our, our oh. station is weird. So, okay. So there's, like, different times of the day where it's different um, percentage, and certain multicultural shows will be, like, 0 or 10 or 5. So huh. so average, our station average is out to the 35, But so I have to pull a little bit more. And on, I tend to mix, like, whole songs. I like to play the whole song. So... On a typical show, I need eight Canadian when I was 25%. And when I'm 40%, I need 12, you know, typically. And when I first went on there, I'm like, that was hard to do for yeah. 12. Going going from eight to 12 doesn't sound like a big deal. It is. But if you're doing it every week, it's huge. Yeah. But the cool thing is we've got some really good underground Canadian talents, you know, and like Backburner crew, like they do some amazing stuff, and uh, Thesis Sahib and Tongue Helmet, and you know, the, the Dreamsters Union here in London. So, like, I don't have too much of a problem playing the Canadians' content, but I do tend to dip back into the past. That's one thing I love to do on my show. I, I don't do new, 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 new world premiere. I'm like, Brand new. Yeah, I'm, I dig back and I'll play something from 2017 right beside something from 2019 next to something from 1998 like yeah you know and you know sometimes people have no idea what's the old and what's the new because like hip-hop's timeless if you got a good track it's a good track you know just because it was dropped in the uh, 90s doesn't mean it can't be played today that being said i work with youth all the time and i love nice and smooth they're one of my favorite groups of all Mm. time but you play them to a kid right now and they're like they're not saying anything it's so weird and i listen to their lyrics critically and i'm like oh yeah they kind of 
Yeah. Why do I like these guys? <laughs> I don't know. If you put like sometimes where I'm slow versus say pure water by Migos, you're gonna get more lyrical content out of the sometimes where I'm slow. Uh, I agree with you totally. Uh, I don't like the new school rap, and I can be, I can be kind of you know snooty with. <laughs> kind of judgmental with with what I think is good when it comes to rap music, but I was talking to John Robinson and Jr. and they just dropped a book and an album called Youth Culture Power, and in it they say that this might be the only time in history where parents have the same taste musical taste as their kids, because we're both listening to hip hop. Yeah, their hip hop is different than my hip hop than your hip hop, but it's still hip hop, and you know you could also argue that like. My parents listening to Zeppelin and me listening to Nirvana would be the same, though, right? That's a good point. Guns N' Roses and my metal. That's a good point. I mean, I never really tried to compare Zeppelin to Nirvana, but there's some good comparisons you could make there. Yeah. You know, I just, I like, for me, I need content. You know, I need like samples, boom bap, like dirty kind of stuff. Like I like that when I'm li- when I'm a listener, and I would not be a DJ if I wasn't a fan, right? So, oh, absolutely. I play I play what I like. If you're gonna spend five hours a night in your basement playing records, you have to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And like the uh, if you send me something and I don't play it, it's because I don't like it, right? So like pretty fair, right? If you haven't got played on my show, it's probably because I don't like you. Either that or I don't know you. Yeah, that's fair. So, like, I put out, like, I can't play a record if I don't have it. And I put out, like, little things like this on Facebook and Instagram. Because I welcome submissions. I Mm. I do. But, like, I I can listen to a record in 30 seconds and tell you whether I'm going to play it or not. Whether it's good or not. Oh, absolutely. Um, While we're on that similar sort of topic... um, we're both crusaders in the same cause, which is uh, DJs against rapping, rapping over, over vocals. vocals. All right, what's the opinion? Oh, you know what? I cringe every single time I hear a rapper rapping over vocal tracks. Now, there's nothing wrong with having the vocals on your chorus. If yeah. you don't, if you don't have a hype man and and you want to take a breath during your chorus, grab a drink. Like you know, that's okay. I I still like I'll do that with like some of my songs I perform I'll have like the chorus but you know that's it I don't have vocals anywhere else on the thing because you should be performing your track live and I've DJ'd a lot of shows for you know where you have 10 people on the bill because there's like these 20 minute sets and I don't know the people beforehand and like I I start just playing the track because I didn't preview it and then it's like vocals on it and I'm like oh it, it's cringeworthy I hate it it sounds terrible, so I, I don't know what to do about it. So I was thinking, okay, you know what I should do? I should just find an instrumental, same BPM, and play that and let them rap over that. And I thought, <laughs> no, that's not going to work because, you know, you don't, if you don't know where the beat drops, like, you, can't, you can't really do that. So I came up with this brilliant solution. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> my solution is if you rap over your tracks on one of my shows, I am unplugging your mic and you can <laughs> lip sync and pretend you're on lip sync battle. <laughs> and I just, I put that out on the internet and I've been putting it out everywhere. And, uh, you know, I know <laughs> I haven't had to do it yet. And even if I have to do it, like there was a sound guy tonight. He was awesome. Yeah. If I, if I tell him to cut the mic for someone performing. He probably would have. He 
you know, maybe he would have, maybe he wouldn't. Would like he's gonna think that means I sound good if the mic stops working. But you know, I think you need to be able to rap over your own tracks. You know. Yeah, my my thought is like if you're not if you're not confident enough to perform your own song, you should probably be in the audience. Yeah, or or like you know, why would I pay fifteen dollars to watch you sing over yourself? Yeah, this is where like, or even worse, why would I pay one hundred and forty dollars to see an so-called A-list act at the Air Canada Center pull the same shit? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, I think, I think performance is something that you need to do, and you know what, Britney Spears maybe aside, you know, something like that. Like they're you know Pussycat Dolls where they're they're dancing around. It's this huge thing. Like maybe people want to see that kind of a show. But I want to see a rapper come on stage wearing a coat <laughs> and start rapping and get really sweaty and, and take, take off, off the coat. coat. And like, it's like, it's, you want to see Ghostface with like 36 sweaters on. <laughs> I, yeah, the sweater thing is. The, 36 sweaters. The sweater thing and the coat thing is an is a aspect of performance that goes back to like James Brown with the cape, right? Like, if you come on wearing. So, Lola tonight. We're, we're outside of the Courage for Freedom concert. Lola tonight was wearing something different at the start of the night than when she hit chase. the stage. And she's wearing something different now. Yep. That's not even what she was wearing before. <laughs> she came prepared. The Shout whole out to Lola. Yeah, Lola. Lola's awesome. Like, she wouldn't rap over her vocals unless there was a mistake and she put the wrong track on the USB or somebody did, which happened tonight. Once. <laughs> and she acknowledged that right away. Yeah, and she apologized and like she's like, oh, I'm glad Chase didn't cut me off. <laughs> but she's a real MC and she's fierce with it. And she she's like, she knows her stuff. And she even works out stuff with me. And the coolest thing I like about her is there's plenty of times where I feel unappreciated as a DJ in a, in a rap show. Wow. Like, you know, I think there's, there's, I think it's for every, every rapper that is on stage, you should acknowledge the DJ by name. Sound guy, DJ, bartender. You call out the sound guy, say sound guy was awesome tonight, that's fine. Say shout out to the bartender. But DJ if you're on the bill and the you've been promoting it and the poster says music by DJ Chase March music by DJ Tic Tactic and you get on the stage and you don't mention our name that's disrespectful in my humble opinion at the very least say props to the DJ and, and like Lola's like okay you ready cut this off like and we had like she's like she gives me signals for, mm-hmm. for things and, and we've done that like we did that by improv but now we do it every show just because it's fun right like, awesome the, yeah the first time we did it was just fun yeah Sorry, guys. We're going to get really nerdy for a minute. <laughs> All right. Take it down a notch. DJ, spin that back. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> I'm out. I've been admiring the Rain 12s for a while. Oh, yeah. And uh, I noticed a couple months ago in your picture that you have something similar, but not really. Well, I saw the Rain 12s and I started drooling. <laughs> and I was like, oh, those are gorgeous. And I thought, wait a second, I already have, I already have those. These. I already have those. I've had those for years. What I have is a Newmark HDX. And it is, it's a full-size turntable. It doesn't quite look like the Rain or the Technique 1200. So it looks a little bit different. But what it is, it's, it's, a, it's a turntable size CDJ that has a hard drive built into it. So I don't even use the CDJ. I don't use it as a CDJ. Um, it came with like these silver kind of not even records. 
and I, I uh, got colored records and I put them down so I'm actually using like a, a fog hat record and a, a a Radio Shack uh, <laughs> compilation album. Nice. Are, red and blue. That are, that are my red and blue control vinyl for this. The, the, the way it works is that um, I put the Serato control signal on my hard drive. Oh, okay. So, so I'm just, I'm running through the hard drive on that, playing the Serato control signal, being able to control it with the actual 12-inch record. Yeah. And uh, there's no tone arm, no needle. I don't get any weird buzzing. I can jump up and down. The 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 it can be on uneven stage and like it, they they work and they're beasts. Like I I got these from a guy that did a lot of touring. I've done a lot with them and I love them. Problem is you can't get them. <laughs> like they're they're almost impossible to find. They they weren't a hit when they came out. Um, but some some awesome DJs like DJ La- Lady Style from France used them when she was starting and mm. she's using she's using technique 1200s now but she was using those and yeah I, I really like them a lot the other thing I like about them too is that the hard drive built in gives me a backup system oh right in if, case, yeah if my computer crashed I can run music right out of my hard drive right on the tables themselves so that's great yeah yeah it's really cool I gotta organize my music cause like I <laughs> don't we all <laughs> I was using them just like that originally when I started at CHRW. I was using my new marks. I was bringing them, hauling them into the station every single week and playing directly on the hard drive with music that I put in there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So people that say, you haven't paid your dues if you haven't carried crates of records for years. I'm like, I was carrying these new marks <laughs> up I the stairs. I think they're ten pads at, at least. US. Yeah, because the servo mortars in them, are, they're, they're heavy. Yeah, yeah. I've like- I've got a set of uh, like I use twelve hundreds at home when I practice, but I've got a set of straight one fifties that I play out You're with. Not fun, yeah. And they've got like a good ten pounds on the techniques. Yeah, and yeah, like <laughs> these guys will be like, "Oh, do you need a hand with anything?" Like, yeah, take those two, and then just watch them struggle. <laughs> yeah, I got I got technique twelve hundreds at home too, and I got I use the technique twelve hundreds at CHRW Radio Western now. Because I was ha- I was hauling in these these Newmark HDXs like mm. every single week, and uh, one day Hollywood's like, "Why don't you just get some control vinyl?" And I was like, "What's that? What? What's <laughs> what's control vinyl? Like, what how is? does that how does that work?" So <laughs> tell them how it works. So control vinyl control vinyl is cool. It's a record that doesn't have any audio on it. You play it. That's what it sounds like when you play it. And it basically lets your computer talk to your turntable. So you can play any song that you have, MP3, Wave, AIFF, whatever those stupid formats are. But it'll play, it, plays, it plays the MP4 stupid Apple things. I hate those. I hate those oh, files. Oh, the M4A. So M4A. M4As. I'm about about it. I hate those. I hate those with a passion. But it'll play them. So, <laughs> so if someone gives me an iTunes file, I can play it. So, yeah, I like, I like Serato DJ a lot right now. It, it's cool. And and having the control vinyl is nice because like I just bring I bring my mixer I bring I have a little Pioneer DDJS one uh, my mixer's an analog mixer so I don't have any buttons on it so I use the the Pioneer to hit up cue points and set up loops and stuff but I like I love my Allen and Heath mixer it's really nice the Exone Twenty Two 
Is it the 22? I think it's the 22, yeah. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nice. I can talk gear all day. I, I really want to get a Rain uh, 62 or a Rain 72, but the 62s are hard to find. And 72s, like, well, they're both really expensive. Yeah. I can't, I can't afford to spend $2,500 on a mixer. If I'm going to spend $2,500 on DJ gear, it's going to be on Candy Red 1200s. Oh, uh, don't get him started on those. <laughs> Why is that? Because I uh, there's a pair of Candy Red 1200s that I really want to buy, but I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like I would like to get the Rain 12s and the Rain 72 if I was gonna if I was gonna jump into like okay, I got tons of money to burn. But but I just feel like the because I, I run a studio as well, and I've noticed over the years the analog gear is the only thing that keeps its value. So yeah. if I buy a microphone today, it's worth the same in 10 years. Yep. If I buy an interface or some kind of plug-in today, it's worthless in five years. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And like even, I like the way the Technique 1200s are built. Those are analog, right? So I don't know, maybe, I've been rocking with these Newmark HDXs a long time. So I don't think the Rain 12s are going to probably, hopefully, well, they're built for DJs. They're going to have to last, I would think. I would hope so for the pricing. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I had to get one of my Newmark, uh, I had to get it serviced because the pitch control stopped working properly on it. Uh, so I had to go to Ajax to do that because I called Newmark and that was the only authorized dealer. And I was like, I could have got someone else to open it up. And I'm like, I like these. Keep the warranty. Yeah. I like these things too much. So I don't have a warranty on it. Like no. these things are old now, but I wanted to make sure that, that the, right. it was done right. Yeah. And like, so they didn't, they, they didn't have that problem before. And they, they said they had to like get, they learned stuff by fixing that one. So yeah. So I, I'd go back there if I need to fix it, but it's, it's a bit of a trek. Yeah. We know. Of that. course. Yeah. We made that trek today. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so <laughs> it's kind of cool. We're in London. You came down for the for the record store uh, special open decks. That was fun. And then, yeah. Well, when I I saw your post earlier this week that you were playing on vinyl, I thought it was for this event tonight. Yeah. And when I said, and yeah, look, like, no, really looking forward to it, and yeah. then you said, oh, it's a different thing. Do you want to come out? I was like, what? <laughs> and yeah, like we don't have any open tables around where we live, so this no. is like all new to us. And I, I guess from talking to uh, to the the woman at the store it's the first time they've done it here as well yeah shout out to grooves records grooves records in london uh it's it's crazy because they've survived in an era where record stores have closed they used to be in a different location and it was like mostly cds and you go in there it's like everything was cds and now they're right downtown right across from the library and it's all records Uh, like the record uh, revival, renaissance, I don't know what yeah. we want to call it, but 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 nice. vinyl vinyl is it's back in a big way. In a, back in all a, day. Yeah. It's back in a big way. Yeah, I uh, I pillaged that 45 section today. 50 cents 50 for cents. pretty much everything in there. Maybe a dollar. Cheaper than Maybe I a do. dollar. I didn't pay more than a dollar for any 45 today. Cheaper than a single nice. track that you don't even technically own as a product. So, uh, yeah. Okay, so next point. Vinyls versus streaming. Where does the, what's the outtake on the streaming platforms, buying things in actual, you know? I don't stream, period, point blank. Oh. Don't stream. That was pretty simple. <laughs> that was, yeah. I know. People, like artists, if you send me like a, a stream link, a Spotify link, I'm not even going to listen to it. 
You know? And so, like, like I... I like when I get submissions and it's like they send me the track and the MP3 sitting in my box and then I can listen to it for a couple seconds and figure out whether I'm going to download it or not. I'm not going to go to Spotify. First off, I hate Spotify on, for a couple different reasons. Like the people that are making the money on Spotify are, are the software developers and, and, the, and the business people. It's not the artists and it's not really fair in my humble opinion mm-hmm. that, you know, Artists should be getting paid. They they should be getting paid for for what they do. And I don't know. I have I tried Spotify. I only use the the web based uh, player, which is cool. Lets you bounce around. But I'm a librarian, and I wanted this kid song the other day, and I found it on Spotify, and I played it at home. I'm like, great, this is the one I want to do. And I go do my kids program, and I, I tried it on my phone, and you can't you can't I directly go to a yeah without paying for the yeah. You could listen to the artist, but it shuffled all of his songs, yeah. and you could only skip six songs, and then yeah, so I couldn't get the song to play. And here I am with a group of 25 two-year-olds to four-year-olds, and I can't play the song that I wanted to play. So, yeah, so F Spot. Can yeah, I swear? Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah. Spotify. Yeah, we're, we're on late. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I, I feel like we could stand here and probably talk to you till morning. Um, I wouldn't do it. I like chopping it up. This is cool. Yeah. I, I only interviewed another DJ once, and it, uh, you know, DJ Rachel, and she was awesome. So, like, it's kind of cool to be able to chop it up with other DJs because I get rappers on the show all the time, right? I get producers, but chop it up with DJs is kind of fun. Have you ever had Vect on the show? Oh, no, but I've been to his house. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, yeah. Next best thing. <laughs> Next Like, he had a scratch session at his house. He's just like, yeah, come by my house. I'm like, what? That's the champ. I was like flipping out. My wife's like, what? So what? I'm like, that's the world champ right there. And like, he let us go in his house and scratch. And he had like, I think he had like six turntables set up with mixers beside each one. And like, we were just like taking turns, scratching and cutting. And like, at that point, like, I'm not a very good scratch DJ. I'll be the first to tell you. Uh, I like, I felt like, what the hell am I doing here? Like, I don't, I, I suck against all these guys, but man, Vect is. That would have been a fun room to be in. Yeah, Vect is awesome. He's a down to earth guy. He's super cool. So, yeah. Pretty dope. Oh, you're blocking the wind. Thanks, Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> We're in the elements. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all elements of the well, concrete. Well, I mean, yeah, this was my idea because, like, you guys were like, let's do a phoner. I'm like, well, if we can do a live one, it sounds better. So, hopefully, this phone in the parking lot outside of London Music Hall. Shout out London. It'll be fine. Uh, this is a, a modern iPhone. I think it'll do good. It's, it's not mine, but it's got more battery than mine. So, with cameras being as good as you know, thousand dollar cameras, I'm sure the microphone's got to be somewhat up to par. Somewhat. Somewhat. It makes me disappointed for buying that interface. <laughs> <laughs> Just me. I felt that way about you know spending a thousand dollars on a Canon SL2 when I could have bought a phone. Yeah, I have this uh, this little short interface that plugs into your phone, and you can plug a mic into it and headphones and bring the whole kit. Or we can do this. When was the last time you used your phone as a phone? Oh, I do often actually. This I'm guy's busy on his phone. Yeah, I use okay. it. I use it all the time, like all day. I'm not nonstop. I used mine yesterday, but the time, like I can't remember before that. And the only time, the only reason I used it yesterday is because I took my kids to Canada's Wonderland. Like, where are you? Where'd you go? Yeah, meet up here at noon. <laughs> uh, do you remember the first record you ever bought? Oh, do I? I don't know. I'm, 
the first record I ever bought. Like record, like vinyl record. Yeah, like you went to the store, maybe with allowance money, maybe with birthday money or something. One you wanted. One was what was on the Christmas list? Okay, I think it was Tiffany. <gasps> oh my god! Jack, you take this. I have this one right here. No. <laughs> Don't get him started on some of his first and favorites. No, it was my very first. I think we're alone now. I love that song. That was my first record I ever bought. I was four years old. And I bought I Think We're Alone Now by Tiffany. You were four. Yeah. In 1987. Yeah. Holy shit, I'm old. <laughs> no, don't she talk to like, these guys. She was like my yeah. first crush. Like I love, oh, me too. I loved her. She's actually <laughs> going on tour, and she's coming to Burlington like this year. But it's like seventy dollars for tickets, and I'm like, I don't know if I should. Sorry, Burlington. Yeah, where is she performing? Do you know, not, I'm not sure. I'm not I sure. gotta find out about that. Sorry. I, well, how how the hell did we buy the same first record? That's what. And I'm like ashamed to admit that most of the time. I love Tiffany. I'm not, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> Like, people I, come on our show all the time, and they're like, oh, I bought Death Certificate by Ice Cube. And it's like, yeah, I bought Tiffany. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> Word is bond. Two people are just doing the music. The, the craziest <laughs> thing is, like, I know people that will, like, not admit to, like, liking the music they liked in high school. Oh, yeah. But, like, I will, I like all the music I ever liked, except that one Dana Dane record that just doesn't hold up. I went back and revisited it and, and I like I listened to it. What is I listened this to it like this is terrible. And my brother's like, I don't know why you ever like that. And I was like, <laughs> you're right. You know? My brother liked Public Enemy and Ice Cube. I liked Run DMC and like Rob Bass and like yeah. I, I, so like my brother was like is the one that got me into Ice Cube and Public Enemy. Yeah. You know? Like Run DMC was my first line when I was like, whoa, this is whoa. Like this is new. Like this isn't, you know, this isn't Tiffany. And you know, my my mom listened to country music all the time. So when I was like, when I was a kid, my favorite groups was like Statler Brothers and Oak Ridge Boys. Okay, Elvira. Uh, which, by the Am way, right? for my my trap on yeah. Is that a guess? Is yeah, that a good guess. Yeah, I win. My my track on the mixtape too. Samples Oak Ridge Boys actually Nice Yeah so So okay That, that kind of touched on What you were uh, Around in the house And surrounding But like What was the music Playing in the house When you were growing up When, when I was growing up Like the music Was all country That's all my mom Listened to It was country radio We had 820 Jam on The whole time mm. That's Yeah AM radio Like nice. Yeah was, <laughs> So that's what was Playing all the time And yeah, and then I, I got into rap music, and, and I got I figured out what pop music was, but way later than I probably should have. So when my <laughs> friends were like in Duran Duran and Concrete Blonde, I was like, Oak Ridge Boys, Styler Brothers, Conway <laughs> Twitty. Everyone's looking at me like I'm a loser. Maybe I was. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you come back and you're like, rock him. Yeah. Like, Who's this guy? Who's on the mic now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like... I got tired of love songs, you know? Like, I like that rap music was not just about that. That you could talk about a lot of different topics. And I kind of fell in love with it. And then, like, I wanted to be Run DMC. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I started writing songs and poems. Like, I always wrote. I always wrote. But when I started writing rhymes, I started to, like, started to think I wanted a group like mm-hmm. Run DMC. So... I twisted my brother's arm. He was my other MC. We got a we got a DJ. Nice. We had two MCs and a DJ. Nice. Even though I was I was DJing at the time, pretty shitty. 
Um, but I found this DJ and like he, he like actually gave me a, a you know, a submission tape, a demo tape of stuff. And so like, so I did that for a couple years. Actually, we actually put out a 12 inch record. Nice. So we put three songs on one side, three instrumentals of those songs on the other side. Beauty. So, so yeah, I wanted to make it like, so we could actually use this record like to perform with, so we can flip it over and you can play it. So yeah, yeah. I was, That's I was explaining smart. to these guys today cause I played some older stuff that I had off compilations. Yep. And these KTEL compilations put like 30 songs on a side and they're impossible to fucking cue. Yeah, how do you go through yeah, three songs minutes. on a side? That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, that's why like sometimes you get like the reissues of things and it's like four sided vinyl now for one album. Yeah. So, yeah, I know, like, because I was using, uh, I wanted to play Run's House today off of vinyl mm. and I, I have, stupid me, I, I put it, I put, I had a 12 inch single of that and I taped it up and I put it on the wall so there's like tape on the back of the record oh, so like a little bit of so, stick. so yeah so it, I, I can't play the record fully so mm. but I was gonna I was I was gonna use the actual LP instead of the single okay so I, I was gonna use you know I have two singles of it but I have the LP too so I was playing I was playing the LP and like I couldn't I couldn't backspin it right because mm. you know when, I, when you're using when you're using the, the two of the 12 inches yeah so so I was using that I was like I just might as well just use this because like where the tape is it's like not at the intro of the song so so I could I could I could juggle yeah I could juggle the part I wanted to juggle and then uh then make sure the song plays on the other side so like i was <laughs> i was practicing that big time i was like okay when i'm done my juggle i have to be on the left deck because this right yep. deck is the one that has the tape on it so <laughs> i played with that a couple times this week and then yeah the the lady at grooves i'm not sure if she's the owner i need to figure it out she's like oh i saw you posting that you were practicing it made me think i didn't practice enough <laughs> uh, that was funny do you have a peter piper routine no Okay. No, I, I mean, I need to, I really need to work on scratching. I'm not, I'm not good at it. Like, I'm good at beat matching. I'm good at blending. I, I'm not good at scratching. Uh, that's, that's, I really want to work on that. I want to step that up. It's, uh, yeah, like, uh, for our listeners that don't know, you should just, like, look up DJ Jazzy Jeff, Peter Piper, and watch him go for a half hour. It's fun. I know. Like, how do you, how do you compete with that? Like, yeah. you, you can't, man. It's like, that's that's uh, that's Jazzy Jazzy Jeff wasn't the only person to do that, but you know that's he's one of the the good videos. To yeah, watch like if I'm gonna if I am gonna do a beat juggle routine, I am not doing it to that song, and you know, and I'm not gonna do it Exclude to Rock the Bells because that. you know, like those are done. Yeah, you know, so yeah, you got to find something new. I got I got something I really want to work on and it's really visual and I don't want to spoil it because someone oh. else might steal it. Okay, but, tell us when it's but, done. Uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, I yeah I'm gonna work I gotta work on it because it's like it's in my head and it won't go away. Nice. You know the second that it's done, you know where we're gonna air that promo All right. that. All right, cool man. Afterwards, Bond they get the premiere of course. Oh. <laughs> Shh! Don't tell the listeners. Shh. Yeah. Don't tell them. Pardon me? How much is it a growler? Like a growler over here? Oh, I have no idea. Leader point four, right? Sure. Don't share me. No, we have no idea. I've never had one before. I couldn't tell you. I mean, you spend 
20, 20 bucks on it, 22 bucks. Growler, yeah. Kelsey's 21, yeah. 22. Yeah, liter 0.4, right? Probably. It's not yeah. a gallon. These guys are fucking whack. Oh, a gallon's like 3.8 oh, liters. Yeah. It's not a gallon. Exactly. It's not a gallon. Yeah, I got it. No, I, cool. I, I, I've never bought ain't. one. I can tell you it's not a gallon. Exactly, you win. man. That's what I said. Collect the 20 bucks. Whatever the fuck was on yeah. that, you and own that. fucking 250 for the small spot. Nice. How old are you guys? <laughs> 36. No fucking way. I'll take it. <laughs> You're not 36, man. You look fucking... How old are you? 44. No, fuck. How old are you? I'm 23. I believe that. How old are you? He's not buzzing. Look at the, look at the silvers, man. I can't no, make this up. No, it doesn't up. matter. I'm fucking 27. I got. Well, we've got we've got it. We've got a guest on the show right now. What's your name, man? B fish. B fish. What up? What up? What's going on What's tonight, up, brother? What's happening? We're in a, we're there's in the no parking lots. You're 36, and there's no way you're 46. Well, yeah, maybe I, I can see the wrinkles, bro. Is that oh, your yeah. cooler? Yo, no, no, okay, cool. <laughs> Fuck is cool, that guy ain't. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Yo, Peace, bros. Peace. Yeah, Get those growlers. Parking lot politicking in London. <laughs> what the heck's a growler? <laughs> the the really big, the really big. Um, it's like a really big. Bigger than a Stein. Yeah, yeah, it's like a Stein of beer. But bigger. Um, it's. I think it's 24 are ounces. We, are we editing that out? That's <laughs> great. I'm going to listen to it and see. <laughs> I, I, I usually give away my age. Only, uh, uh, you know, only like, you know, on the DL. DJ, oh, yeah, scratch can, that. I, yeah, we can, we can. I'm Betamax can years old. That. Yeah, Betamax years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can leave that in. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I really, next year, I am rocking that Don't Trust a DJ Under 45 shirt. And I'm going to wear that for the rest oh, of my life. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Next year. I wanted to get it this year and just like front, but nah. I'll get that next year. You can get it this year, but with a, the short cartridge that says Don't Trust a DJ Under 44. With the shirt. Oh, yeah, that's not as cool as the one with the little, like, it's nerdier. The... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> that's a... <laughs> is that even a knockoff or is that official? It's official. Jesus Christ. Well, discontinued official. Okay, then. Call your local uh, sweater person and hook that up. Yeah. Four pack for 350 Awesome. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh... I need new needles. I only have one pair. Where do you get needles now, though? Because mine are sure's. Yeah, you can. Don't even get him started on this. Three, a, a pack of four is three hundred and fifty dollars for the styluses, not the cartridges. Yeah. So what? Are you, what are your choices? You get. Gotta I got get four turntables. So do I spend six, seven hundred dollars on Ortofone cartridges and needles? Do I spend six, seven hundred dollars on the phase system, or do I spend two grand and get Rain Twelves? Needles can't be dead though, man. Because I got like I want to sample off of records. Like I mean, I do sample off of records. Mm. Like I just got this Ableton controller, the push. No, I got this like Novation Ableton thing. I found it in a thrift store for seven bucks. Okay. Like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> seven bucks. Yeah, I got a I got a, a Kai Mini too. I had an nice. MPC um, 2000, but I didn't really use it. I kind of needed the money, so I sold it. And I got cases for my Tech 12, so nice. there we go. Nice. I got, I got a 5,000 on the desk right now that's not plugged in. Yeah. yeah. And we all know how those MPCs are. Pain in the what? Oh, beautiful drums. I know. I, I, I can't I figure that for shit so out. Long. It's uh, too bad I sold it back to the guy because, I mean, it's, it's really cool. But, I mean, at the same time, you, I don't, I didn't didn't need it yeah. but I, I didn't need the tech 12s i bought either and i bought them and like i bought them <coughs> used and then it turned out the tone arms were fucked and i had to like get them repaired and this 
And then I had to buy those cases. And then I want them set up in my basement so they so I can have like just jump down there and practice like any at a moment's notice. Yeah. I don't need to because yeah. because I rock with my new marks all the time for gigs, right? So every time I wanted to practice at home, set I have to like set up. up and then, so I got the technique set up now. But and I got the road cases so I could protect the tone arms because the ones today at Grooves were messed up. Yeah, they and were. Then I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, now I can't. Now I can't put the lid back on because they're plugged in. So I started looking at the like the covers. It's really hard to find a plastic cover. Those dust covers, and, and they're then, not cheap either. And then yeah, and then they got these these new deck saver ones that are cheaper. But I have these like kitty litter bins at home that I used to use for teaching, and I had like center materials in them because they they would fit inside a desk, and nice. they didn't fit inside the desk. I saw it on Pinterest. I bought them. I'm like, these don't even fit in the desk. Uh, I'm, I'm mad. What's the return and policy? So now I got these like dollar store kitty litter bins, and I, I thought, wait a second, I placed it over. It fits perfectly. Oh, beautiful. So I am right now do-it-yourself uh, turntable covers for Technique 12s, the Dollarama kitty litter bins. They're I might gray. have to check those That's out. That's what I was going to say. I'm, I'm blogging about it this week. So any other, uh, okay, well, I won't say any other DIY tips on the air because that's probably going to be mentioned in the blog. So where do we, uh, where does everyone check out the blog? Oh, chasemarch.com slash blog. Um, also, chasemarch.com slash podcast. But if, if you go, if you go there, you can find everything, so... I blog about every book that I read. I, I, I put the podcast up there every week. The podcast is also at thewordisbond.com. That's where it goes back all the way to episode one. But I started putting them on uh, chasemarch.com because it seemed like the future was not quite, you know, solid for hip-hop blogs. And mm. uh, we, used to have a, we used to have a bigger staff. And, like, well, I don't know if staff's the right word because we don't... We haven't really turned a profit on this thing, so it's like we're doing it for the love, yeah. which, which you know, is fine. But like, the servers cost money, and yeah, like, you we know, all have wives. And, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> happy yeah, wife, but, happy life. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I got kids too, so of course. Yeah, of course. Well, uh, for our listeners, uh, one more time, where can they follow you? My name is Chase March. Two verbs, just like you're running after the month. Um, easy to follow. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> Chase March. And uh, chasemarch.com is my website, so you can go there for all the cool stuff. There's a whole bunch of every skateboard park I come to, I like take pictures of and I blog about that. So, and running trails and books I read. And yeah, I'm, I'm a weirdo. I'm a nerd, but. All your local stuff, you know where to check it out. Chasemarch.com. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to you, man. Thanks. This has been fun. This has been a good day. DJ yeah, twice day. DJ twice in downtown, once all vinyl and then once in a rap concert. So, yeah. 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 Good day for hip hop. I guess all we need now is our drop. Yeah, I know. And it almost sounded like he just. That, that could have been a drop right there, but we'll make it official. Yeah, we need an official drop for mm-hmm. the show intro. Okay, cool. I'll do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't sure if that was... I'm, I'm, I'm on the spot here. Okay. All right, everybody, this is Chase March, and you are listening to Hip Hop Tick Tactics. Keep it locked because, you know, dope hip hop is here. It's on my show, but it's also right here, right now. Keep it locked. Yeah. Beautiful. I was blessed. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> really appreciate it. Yeah.